stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. To those guests who've just joined us, welcome. Our next stop is the Magic Kingdom. For those of you standing, please hold on to the handrails throughout our journey and stay clear of the door. Stay, 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 stay clear of the door. Ladies and gentlemen, we are approaching our station at the entrance to Main Street, USA. Welcome aboard the Monday Morning Monorail podcast, episode 155. And yes, it is actually episode 155. I was just so looking forward to this particular episode. I had to announce it last week, even though it was episode 154, and it's kind of Jay's fault, but we'll get into that later. But this is, by God, the official episode 155. And the reason that I'm excited, because I knew episode 155 would come out while I'm in the most magical place on earth, Walt freaking Disney World. As you're listening to this right now, I am hopefully wandering around Batu, uh, drinking one of them fun Diet Cokes out of a thermal detonator and uh, eating a Ronto wrap because Monday, today, is a Hollywood studio day. But we'll get into that in a second. I am joined by my friend and yours, Papa Monorail himself, Justin Monorail. Jay, how are we doing this morning? Good morning, Monorail fam. Justin Monorail back again. Thanks, Landon. Having a good Sunday. Or it's not a Sunday. It's Saturday. This is weird. Mm-hmm. It's throwing yeah, off yeah, my whole like, flow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me uh, me deciding to go on vacation for the first time since the world caught fire has thrown everybody's schedule off. It's true, but... Yes, you're exactly right. We're recording on Saturday because you yourself are leaving to visit the most magical place on earth tomorrow. And I am so excited for you. I know this is going to be a fantastic trip. You've got a lot of great stuff planned. We're going to talk all about that. But man, I just couldn't be happier for you. I'm excited for you to get here. Hey, me too. Uh, like I said, this is really the first time I've done anything since the world caught fire last year due to the whole COVID situation. Still kind of ongoing, but as we've talked about, it's no longer a raging inferno. It's just more of a smoldering flame at this point. And uh, there's been some changes to Disney policy regarding the pandemic and pandemic prediction or protection. Rather, we're going to get into. Um, uh, and I guess that's really the big issue. I mean, it started last week when uh, the CDC made announcements. If you're fully vaccinated, you can kind of return to normal, uh, you know, without the mask. You can get together with other fully vaccinated people. Uh, You can take steps back to your old life, so to speak. And then Disney didn't really wait all that long to change their policies either. Last week, Bobby Chapik came out and said that there will be increases in um capacity in all the parks i think pretty much starting immediately and uh jay i think you might have been onto that yeah i just want to take a little moment here <laughs> i just want to i want to bask in the glory of my correctitude um because this followed on the heels of universal and disney both announcing that they were going to reduce their social distancing standards from six feet to three feet and when that happened in both places i said what this actually is probably signaling is an increase in capacity because one of the big reasons you limit capacity in the parks is that with the increased social distancing lines, we're going to stretch out into the promenades, into the walkways, 
Um, you don't want to create traffic congestion. You don't want to create those kinds of, of movement problems for the guests. So as you start to shrink that down, what that means is you can start putting more people into the parks. They don't have to spread out as far. You don't need that much square footage anymore. So I just want to say I was right. I just <laughs> did not realize how quickly it would be confirmed that I was right. Uh, but yeah, it feels pretty good. It feels pretty good. I occasionally well, nail it. Congratulations on your correctitude, did you say? <laughs> I, I don't did. think that's a word, but again, you said it on a podcast, and you said it with such gravitas and confidence. I'm going with it. I love it. Mm-hmm. It is a word now. Um, yeah, and, and you know, the thing about it is, in a lot of cues, uh, people didn't know how to stand on the social distancing markers anyway. So <laughs> they really didn't make a difference. Um, so they still won't make a difference. Now, I will say this. This is a question I have. Are we going to immediately start seeing some changes in in regard to how cast members load ride vehicles? Um, I mean, they already weren't really skipping rows on a lot of attractions. Um, plexiglass had been put in place on things like Rise of the Resistance, Mickey's Runaway Railway, uh, Living with the Land, lots of sorts of rides like that, uh, Frozen Ever After. Are they going to start taking those away? Do they ro- load every row? Because more guests in the parks means more people in queues. And we don't have fast pass still, people just doing standby. So how do we make sure that the lines don't get out of control? And I think that's what they're going to have to do. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out because, I mean, you did mention there's going to be more people in the park. So that means more people in the queue. So to keep these lines from getting just, you know, even longer, there's in theory is going to be a faster turnover of getting guests on attractions so they can then load the next group and the next group and the next group. Um, We don't have those answers right now. This is still a fairly new, uh, I guess situation it's 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 uh, we like to call this an uh an an onion story in in my day job there's the layers just keep getting peeled (laughs) off peeled off peeled off so so this is a very fluid situation we'll see how this goes and then uh i guess yesterday as of we're recording this may 14th disney made the announcement that it is no longer requiring guests to wear masks while they're outdoors but this isn't what a lot of people think. I already see some people on social media, on Twitter, talk about how we no longer have to go to Disney with masks on. That's not necessarily the case. They are still requiring guests to mask up when they enter indoor areas, when they enter queues for attractions and stuff like that. If I remember correctly, I think even on the attraction themselves, if it's an indoor attraction too. Yes. Yeah, all that's true. Um, Here's what I found. Uh, This is on the official Walt Disney World website. This is the guidance. Face coverings are required for all guests, ages 2 and up, and cast members. Please bring your own face covering and wear them in all indoor locations except when actively eating or drinking while stationary and maintaining appropriate physical distancing. Face coverings are optional in outdoor common areas at Walt Disney World Resort, but are still required upon entering and throughout all attractions, theaters, and transportation. Keep that mask on on the monorail, y'all. Uh, face covering required upon, and these are bullets, upon entering and throughout all attractions, all theaters, including theater entrance, all transportation, including transportation entrances, all indoor locations, including restaurants, except when actively or drinking, eating or drinking while stationary, and um, face coverings optional, outdoor common areas and pool decks. So, yes, keep the mask in your pocket, in your bag, um, cues, even if the cues are outdoors, I think as soon as you step into a queue, you are considered to be basically within the bubble of the attraction. You got to put on the mask because you're going to get closer, okay. closer to people. So that's what I've understood so far. Big change. 
Big Massive change. change. And the fact that it's happening so fast, it was announced on a Friday, goes into effect on a Saturday. I mean, Today, like, yeah. I, I, if you're listening to this podcast the day it drops, they've already gone through this policy at least two days, and it's currently on the third day. I mean, like, yeah. this happened very, very fast. It did. Were you surprised how quickly that news came out? I honestly was like I did think with the CDC's announcement last week that we would see some uh, relaxing on some of these policies we've seen put into place since the pandemic started. Uh, I know some uh, sporting events like here in Knoxville over the weekend, uh, the big matchup of the uh, Arkansas Tennessee baseball series. They announced that uh, Lindsey Nelson Stadium is at full capacity, wow. and I don't believe they're requiring face masks. I yeah. could be wrong on that. But it, it's an outdoor arena. I know a lot of people around the state of Tennessee. I believe are wonderful governor bill lee has said that all sporting events going forward will be at full capacity so i knew there would be some loosening of those restrictions i didn't think they would happen this fast though if i'm being completely honest yeah i was pretty surprised i mean we were out yesterday you know the cdc guidance like you said it comes out basically friday afternoon uh we met up with cocktail bob and his lovely wife christina to go to an outdoor stand-up comedy show last night in downtown mm -hmm. orlando it was a lot of fun it was a uh, if you know you're, you might be familiar with her because she's had several netflix specials but <laughs> it was eliza schlesinger and uh she's hilarious her show was great but the big thing that i noticed as we were walking in the security that was checking bags and taking tickets and all that they were saying as of today masks are optional once you walk in, and this was outdoor, so, I mean, I get it, but, like, they were just saying that, I guess, previously, you had to wear your mask the whole time you were there, even though it was outdoors, but they were just saying, as of today, the mask is totally your choice. If you're walking around, going to the bathroom, going to the kiosk to get food or merch, you don't have to wear the mask. Um, so, that was really interesting. It's just, it just like, at the snap of a finger, uh, things changed right before our eyes, and then we're out, you know, having some post-show drinks, and I'm getting text message going... Oh, by the way, Disney announced tonight, as of tomorrow, and and I heard this was after cast members left on Friday. They were really, even, yeah, they were not even prepared for the change wow. to happen Saturday. So I've seen it all over social media, and I'm just going to echo it right here. Like you said, we're already a few days into this, but people, please be patient and kind to cast members. You have no idea what they're dealing with. Um, people are upset that they're going to still be asked to put on mask when they get in lines and go inside and things are going to be like, I'm vaccinated and that's great, but these are the rules. Um, so just, just be patient. Thank a cast member as we say, yes, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. I, I know we're going to start adding that into our uh, sign offs and log offs, but let's just go ahead and put this up front because I really do think that this is going to put even more stress on those cast members who were already dealing with some stress working in a place like that during a global pandemic. Yes, numbers do seem to be going in the right direction. A lot of people do seem to be getting their vaccines. But again, I'm just like I'm just talking here locally in East Tennessee and Knoxville. Only 35% of all adults have been fully vaccinated, and that's the highest mark across the big six counties in the state of Tennessee. I think I, I think I saw uh, nationally, it's all, uh, the number's only around like 25%. Uh, that's one in four has been fully vaccinated, and we're already seeing these loosening restrictions. Now, I do feel better that it's the CDC that's come out and said, okay, maybe we can start, you know, rolling some of this back. But at the same time, like, this isn't over, y'all. Right. Like, like, like. Even though our, our fire is just kind of a smoldering fire here in America, around the world, there's still some parts that it's a full-blown, like, five-alarm fire. Yeah, you're right. So continue to be safe. Me, personally, I'm still going to be wearing a mask. I already 
partially because I have them packed up and washed for my trip. But at the same time, it's like, even if I didn't, I'm like, like I'm still uh, rocking the mask here in Knox County where our mayor lifted all mask restrictions and stuff like that. I still personally am wearing a mask. And again, be decent to a cast member because uh, they're just enforcing the rules. They didn't make the rules. Exactly. And let's try to be decent to each other, too. Yes. uh We're all going to make our own choices. Okay, that's been clear over the last year plus (laughs) um but let's not mask shame people if they want to wear mask outdoors who cares let them do it if you don't Mm -hmm. want to fine as a person who likes to wear mask in most situations i'm not gonna mask shame people for not wearing mask i'm just not gonna do it because Mm -hmm. you're making a choice i'm making a choice and that's the bottom line and we should all just be good to each other be excellent to each other yes be excellent um, to each other. that's the best we can do and and you know when all this started i want to say this because i know that we've been pretty uh upfront about our pro mask stance from the very start of all this when disney opened and and i've been critical about the way they increase capacity and i've been critical about some choices that they've made but i'll say the same thing now that i said then if you're uncomfortable with the protocols that Disney has, you don't have to go. And that applies now. If you're uncomfortable with the fact that now there are going to be a lot more people around you not wearing masks, you don't have to go right now. You know, wait until you feel comfortable. But the rules are the rules. If people are following the rules appropriately, then that's fine. Let's all just try to get along. So we'll see. I'm, I'm really interested because now that, again, seemingly overnight and capacity in the parks has significantly increased. I mean, I was trying to check for a day that I could take my parents to Epcot before they head back to Tennessee. And I was looking not next week, but the week after. So a little closer to Memorial day and everything was, it was very difficult to find a day where I could buy like a single day park ticket. Now everything is open. It's all green. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw a friend of the show, Angela, on Twitter. I saw uh, Frank Cardillo of Dillo's Diz posting similar screenshots of just a screenshot of ticket and park pass availability for the month of May into June. Like, it is all green. So we don't know how much they have increased park capacity, but it seems like they've drastically increased park capacity yeah. and with the and with this new policy on masks i am very interested to see how this is going to play out even though i am still going to be wearing my mask and i do i i have had my second fauci ouchie and given it a couple of weeks for me to get my superpowers and my fantastic 5g uh reception i'm still i'm i'm i'm, yeah. I'm still going clearly I, we opened this podcast with me being in hollywood studio so i mean like like i'm hesitant but at the same time I feel we can be safe and smart enough yeah. for this to work. So, so be, be be good to a cast member. Be good to your other guests, and just be, be uh, safe and smart about this. Yeah, agreed. And 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 if you do your part, we'll be fine. Yeah. And I don't know where I heard this, or else I would credit it to the source. But basically, I heard that if Disney rolled capacity up to around fifty percent, or let's say fifty-five, sixty percent, at that point. Park pass reservations would basically just be a formality because there are only about 10 days a year where they exceed Mm -hmm. 50 to 60% guests in the parks. So it's basically like saying it's fully open, which is, that's great for Disney. I'm glad they're getting, you know, it's great for the economy. It's great for people who want to travel. All that's great for those cast members too. Great for the cast members. I'm not going to say anything bad about it because I realize we do have to creep back to normalcy. This was kind of a rip the bandaid off kind of thing for me, so it was Very a bit of a shock. So, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. I, I I went to bed somewhat early Friday morning, and I woke up uh, today Saturday morning 
well, went to bed early Friday night, excuse me. Uh, well, it, yeah, I pretty much slept for 36 <laughs> hours. That's, uh, <laughs> but I, I wake up to see this news. It's like, okay, clearly I'm still asleep. Does that say as of today? Yeah. Holy crap, here we go. And and the fact that they made these these changes after cast members went home on Friday. Wow. Wild, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I will say, I know that Universal is kind of the first to um, relax their protocols, and they've been, they were the first to open up. They mm-hmm. seem to have been looser on capacity. They were the first to reduce their distancing and talk about no more temperature checks and no mask outdoors. I have to feel like Disney had to react to that, and that's why it happened so fast. 1,000%. I do think that yeah. in this situation... Uh, Universal was kind of the template how uh, at least Orlando-based theme parks were reacting. So, I mean, with with uh, Universal, to borrow your analogy, ripping the Band-Aid off, I think Disney had to then pivot, be like, well, okay, here we go. If we're going to jump in the deep end, yeah. I guess we do it both feet. Yep. And by the way, that's something we didn't mention, but as of you know, we're, this recording, temperature checks are no longer happening for guests going in the parks, so... Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. Uh, once again, be excellent to each other. But speaking of excellent, as of today, uh, the official reopening of kind of the Festival of the Lion King. In fact, it's a celebration of the Festival of the Lion King. Uh, Disney Park Blogs announced earlier this morning that May 15th, uh, it is now the official grand reopening, even though we had some uh, news about, uh, I guess this time last week, mm-hmm. that it was uh, kind of slowly d- reopening, doing soft opens and stuff like that. But as of Saturday, May 15th at 12.25 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, a celebration of the Festival of the Lion King is now back in action. In fact, uh, if you saw my post in the Facebook and you want to watch a live stream of the very first, uh, I guess, performance back after the world shut down due to the whole COVID situation, uh, Disney Park blog is streaming it. So uh, this is another reason you need to be in the Facebook group because you could watch a live stream of what, in my opinion, is the best live show in all the Walt Disney World property. Yeah, I agree. Get a little taste of it. No, Frank, this doesn't mean that you don't have to go in person <laughs> when you're here next week because you are going. Yep. Mm-hmm. You, There's no ifs, ands, or buts no. about it. Mm-mm. No, put on your yep. big boy mm-hmm. pants. We are going to Festival of the Lion King or Celebration of Festival of the Lion King. Um, super exciting, though. This is one of those that I think, you know, our friends Jeremy and Rhonda over at Main Street Magic were actually at Animal Kingdom last weekend and got to go see the show in soft opening. And Jeremy said he... I think he cried throughout. So nice. I, I get it. I, I get fully it. expect. <laughs> <laughs> Man, just uh, me, you, and Sam are going to be like an emo mosh pit, just yeah. crying on each other. And Frank's going to be like, "I'm too cool for ski." I, I know. Yeah, Frank, <laughs> Frank, Frank literally texted me and Jade. It's like, so does uh, if I watch the live blog, does this mean I don't have to? I have to go to the show. Yes, Frank, you still have to go. And like mm-hmm. I said in the text, if you're a good boy, we'll stop and get a happy meal on the way home. That's true. We will, or maybe a Dole Whip in Animal Kingdom, which I know is oh. Okay. Contraband. Okay. Uh, but we're going to do it. Yeah. Very exciting. So happy. This is, in my opinion, the best show on Walt Disney World property, the best live show on Walt Disney World property, and uh, thrilled it's coming back. I know it's altered a little bit, but uh, just so excited to see those performers again. And I, I am dying to get in there. Tuesday is going to be a wonderful day. And man, we're going to have a great time, and this is going to be part of it. Yep. Yep. Whether you like it or not, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> now, I do know they have said that they're making changes to the show that we knew before it shut down. Do we know what those changes are? I I know, or I'm assuming, in light of today's, uh, I guess, big news, uh, there's still going to be a reduced capacity inside the theater. But past that, do we know how the altered show is going to differ from the show that we knew? 
I think it has to do with spacing of the performers. And if I remember right, not to tear this from the Main Street Magic headlines, but I I think what Jeremy told me the biggest thing they noticed was the tumbling monkeys. I don't I don't okay. I don't think there are tumbling monkeys right now. So that's I think that's the main thing. Well, I guess uh, we can figure out if we watch the live stream that happens this Saturday. So once again, uh, you would have gotten notification if you're in the uh, Facebook group. So head over to Facebook and search for the Morning Monorail podcast and join the fam. Absolutely. And Landon, I feel like this is a good transition because before we went live today, I tweeted on the Morning Monorail Twitter and I asked our folks in the Morning Monorail fam on Facebook if they had any questions for you as you prepare for your Walt Disney World vacation. And we've got oh, a few. You want to go really? through some of this stuff? Absolutely. And I I was actually in the shower before the show. So uh, this is all going to be hitting me cold. So you will be getting the uh, real raw answers whenever Jay hits me with these questions. So maestro, if you will. All right. We're going to go to Twitter first. We did get a response, a question, if you will, from our good friend Tony, Disney Discussions Podcast. Um, and he wants to know, what new thing is Landau's most looking forward to doing, and what will he do first? Ooh, okay. I'll take the second answer, the second question first. Uh, my very first park pass is for Epcot. So uh, I'm flying out of uh, Knoxville at like five in the morning. Uh, I get into Orlando around 10. Uh, and then I'm taking the, uh, for the very first time and possibly the last time, the uh, Mickey's Magical Express <laughs> from MCO down to my hotel, uh, dropping my bag off. And then I'm heading to go see my good friend, the Epcot Ball. Ooh. So that is that is what Landon's doing first. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what uh, what I'm going to do uh first once i get there like maybe maybe if i don't get there before too long uh, maybe grab a beverage and go hop in line for frozen ever after or maybe i'll just uh walk around the world uh get some uh food and drinks I'm possibly thinking of hitting up refreshment port for uh, some uh, poutine fries uh whatever the special is according to their uh i guess online uh, menu it's italian sausage and pepper poutine oh. fries which hmm I'm not, I'm like, oh. I'm going to be honest, not, not a giant fan of the peppers, but the rest sounds really good. So uh might be doing that and uh, and, and a lager. Yeah. And by the way, we just lost Jay. So. My mouth's watering. <laughs> so like, it, it really depends on what time I get to the uh, Epcot, what I'm going to do first. But a uh, new thing that I'm looking forward to the most, uh, I've kind of touched on it in previous podcasts. I even put a poll out on Twitter uh, when I still thought me and my mom were going to be able to come down in March of last year. And then, of course, the world got fired. That didn't happen. Uh, I asked, should I watch a walkthrough or a, or a point of view ride through of Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway? Because I have been looking forward to this attraction since it was announced, since it was open. Yes, I hate the fact that it had to uh, take the great movie ride from us. But at the same time, it seems like a great attraction. Uh, the poll said, wait. So I have waited this long. That is what I'm looking forward to the most new mm. thing uh, that I'm going to be doing. Uh, pro but probably on... Actually, as you, hopefully by the time you're listening to this podcast today, the day it drops, I've already uh, gotten aboard the Runaway Railway in Hollywood Studio, uh, and I loved it as much as I think I'm going to. And then uh, second is going to be uh, me building a lightsaber in Savvy's mm. Workshop. Like that, yes, it's oh, expensive. Yeah. It's dumb expensive, and I'm still not sure how I'm going to get it home. But I am so looking forward to that experience of building a lightsaber. Frank is going to be my plus one. We already talked about how, how you know, uh, it's going to be an emo mosh pit when we go and watch uh, a celebration of the Festival of the Lion King. I am fully 
just like like I'm gonna have me big old manly Jedi tears just running down my face as I put the as I put my lightsaber together. Yeah, no judgment there, man. I I was right there with you. It is. I mean, and I think our good friend Skipper Bob, by the way, I did this that. recently, and he posted a video on Skipper Bob breakdowns. Go check that out on YouTube um, of his recap of the experience. And I mean, I think the word that resonates with me emotional. It was for me. It was for Skipper Bob. I know it's going to be for you. Uh, don't don't worry about it. Don't feel bad. And you're you, oh, like, like, no judgment. Like, yeah, please, please don't take that as like, I'm going to feel bad about it. I'm an emotional dude. And in the last <laughs> few years, crying has entered into the emotional tumbler that is Landon Doan. Um, and I was actually watching uh, Skipper Bob's video. Uh, I learned A, where Savvy's workshop is. So that saves me from asking every cast member, I where do I put together that dear lightsaber? Because you know, hillbilly from East Tennessee, go Vols. Uh, and, but but I also when, when he said it's like, by the way, it's like it, like if you haven't seen this and you want the experience for yourself, I I would advise you diving out of the video. So thank you, Skipper Bob, for the heads up on that because I did watch the first five minutes, bailed on the uh, end yeah, of it good, because I good, do good. want to go in fresh with this experience. Though I do think I figured out what combination I'm going to. Uh, oh, nice do with the lightsaber. Yeah, don't reveal that now. Hang on. Okay. To that. Yeah, because I think that'll be something we need to talk about. Or maybe maybe Frank can capture this because this would be good content for uh, some outlet, whether it be YouTube or social media or something. With there, there are definitely going to be some pictures of me with my lightsaber. And the fun part is, let me just tell you, it's like my reservation is for 830 or 825 yeah. on Thursday night. Hollywood Studios closes at 8 o'clock that night. Oh, wow. So I am going to uh, not uh, me and Frank are going to be able to kind of walk around uh, Batu Galaxy's Edge without the crowd, and then yeah. I'm going to beg, possibly bribe a cast member, be like, "Look, I just dropped like two hundred and fifty dollars <laughs> on this on this fun light stick. Can I please go take pictures of yep. it in front of the Millennium Falcon?" So so keep an eye on our socials on Thursday night, and um, maybe you will be able to see. Uh, the fruits of my labor. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's so exciting. Okay. Dude, dude, I, I am pumped for that. So excited. <laughs> I got goosebumps just thinking about it. Um, <laughs> jumping over uh, my, to... Uh, my, uh, my bank account actually started crying. <laughs> yeah, your bank account's emotional. <laughs> jumping over to the Morning Monorail Family Facebook group. We got some questions from the fam over there. And I'm going to start with Val. This is Val Pal Mickey on Twitter. You better be following her if you want some. Val is my pal, yeah. She, she's got some awesome facts that she likes to share about Disney, and she's a good follow. So is her husband. We're not going to mention him right now. I'm just kidding. Shout out <laughs> shout out to Lewis. Uh, <laughs> Disney pick a day. Um, all right. So Val says, how is the Dawes feeling about the changes in the parks, like capacity and mask? Now, I know we kind of dug, dug into this a little bit, but just has it changed how you're thinking about your trip, knowing that this has just suddenly changed literally a day before you leave? Um, I'd be lying if I said it didn't change some aspect of it. Like I said, I'm clearly still going full bore. Here we go. Uh, Daz does Disney once again, by the way, follow me on Instagram with Daz does Disney. Um, um, but I don't know if that's going to necessarily change anything I was going to do, because even with the CDC announcing, if you're a fully vaccinated person and you're outdoors and you're around other fully vaccinated people, you don't need to wear the mask. I'm, I was still planning on wearing a mask. So for me, this doesn't really change any plans Regarding me, everybody else around me, they have their own plans and, you know, they're adults or they're with an adult that makes makes that decision for them. But for me, Landon Doan doesn't really change much. Yeah. But are you you're feeling it seems like you're feeling comfortable because you know that you're going to take the precautions to make yourself feel safe. Right. 
Yes. Yeah. Yes. But 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 like I said, I would I would be lying if I'm like, oh, okay, cool, whatever, uh, no big deal. Yeah. Like like <laughs> because like I said, when when I first got up this morning and I saw that news, it's like, oh, holy crap, here we go. Yep. Here we go. Yep. Um, Tombstone Josh over on the Morning Monorail fam, he also chimed in, but he said, no question, just love you homies, wish I could be there with y'all. So, Aw, thanks buddy, love you too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Steffers, <laughs> don't call her Stephanie, said, Steffers. on a scale of 1 to 10, how much is he going to cry? Oh, I'm thinking this is 11. <laughs> no, dude, <laughs> Turn it's it not to 11. 11. It's, it, it's 73. <laughs> I already said there's going to be big, big manly Jedi tears and it's yeah. like 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 Frank's there and he's old and old people cry so 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 it, it, <laughs> everybody's going to be crying. Like I said, once again for the third time, emo mosh pit, y'all. Yep. Okay. And By finally, the way, uh, emo mosh pit uh, t-shirt coming to the T public store soon. Look <laughs> for it. Okay, finally from Cocktail Bob over on the Morning Monorail fam on Facebook. He says, what time should I meet him at Nomad? (laughs) So, you know, I don't know if we can give an exact time, but listen, we're probably going to be at Nomad more than once. We'll we'll make (laughs) it happen, Bob. Oh, absolutely. Uh, while I'm there, I'm actually setting up a residency at, uh, at, at the bar or outside. So uh, just if you head over there the day we're at, uh, we're at AK, there's I'll, I'll call it a 40% chance you see the Dawes uh, rocking dim ribs and, and, and a Kungaloosh or dim seven. Dim ribs. Oh, my God. I can't wait to eat dim ribs again. They back. Oh, oh yes. Mm, sorry. Now we're now we're both drooling over here. <laughs> um, yeah, but, but but you have a mic cover. I need to worry about uh, it, uh, being electrocuted <laughs> now. So I do have one comment for the morning monorail fam. I really don't need you all sharing barge content with me. Mm, I mm. really don't need it, Lexi. I know you're doing it on purpose. I don't <laughs> need it. I don't need to see it. Um, what, so uh, so so the fact that it uh, it uh, evolved like a Pokemon into uh, Doctor Octopus this week <laughs> that that doesn't change your your opinions on the barges. No, not at all. the The only okay, thing right. that I felt about it, I saw it doing its whatever it's doing, hosing down the World Showcase Lagoon, and I just thought to myself, it's going to be real interesting standing like over in the UK on a breezy day when this when that wind is really like whipping across World Showcase Lagoon because I feel like it'll feel like you're really in. London, it's going to be raining on you all the time. <laughs> wow, wow. Uh, I didn't think that far ahead, but this really is some 4D chess from uh, the Imagineers <laughs> yeah. to get the fully immersive experience of jolly old London. I think they were like two steps ahead of us all along, and this is really what they were going for. They wanted you to really feel immersed in foggy That's London fantastic. town. Yeah, uh, but I also had the reaction of it looks like a giant robot spider. And if we know anything, um, giant robot spiders are dangerous. And we need to get Will Smith on the phone or Jim mm-hmm. West, as yep, some might Artemis call him. Bring, yep. mm-hmm. or, yeah, bring Artemis over, get them involved, because uh, this Wait, thing. Did Disney own Wild Wild West? Was that part of the Fox uh, acquisition? That's oh, a- my God. Oh, my God. This is happening. <laughs> 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 That's a great question. I actually don't know what property owns Wild Wild West, but if if I found out it was a 20th Century Fox property, I just wouldn't be surprised at this point. It's Warner Brothers. It's Warner Brothers. Okay, all right. So so not yet. Otherwise, we could have broken the news on the podcast that uh, coming soon to the uh, World Showcase is going to be 1800s Arizona. So. Yeah, I know. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> but yes, uh, remember the name, Jim West. Wild Wild West. That was a fun song. Like, like, like the movie. The movie, not so much, but but I, I do still like that song. And Men in Black. Oh, I 
I'm telling you, I love the era of getting a summer blockbuster starring Will Smith where Will Smith actually created the theme song that we got to watch over the end credits. I love oh, it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that, that, was, that was some that was some er, uh, <laughs> top notch stuff. Sorry, I'm already on vacation, y'all. Like 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 I I've turned the automatic reply on to my work email. I just have to throw some clean ish clothes into a suitcase. I'm there, y'all. I'm there. Yeah. By the yeah, way, I do. I do feel like we're missing out on uh, on Will West rapping about his movie during the summers. Yeah, yeah, yes, for sure. Um, by the way, if you all don't know the story of the giant robot spider, <laughs> I highly encourage you to look up the story of the planned Kevin Smith Superman movie. Oh my God, that's such a that, oh God. <laughs> because essentially, the whole reason we got giant robot spider was this was something that the producer really wanted to happen in one of his movies, and so giant robot spider. Here you are. Ha- make a movie all around it. We'll do Wild Wild West. I like like if you if you haven't seen uh, what Jay's referring to, I know at one point it was up on YouTube, a part of the A Night with Kevin Smith, where a director and actor Kevin Smith tells stories and answers questions from the audience. Generally, it's like three questions because every answer he gives is like you know forty five minutes each. But with, with with Kevin Smith being the storyteller he is, it is hilarious like like in in the superman movie that kevin smith was set to direct superman was going to fight a giant mechanical spider and he's like this is ridiculous so he walked away from the project a few years later lo and behold what does uh will smith and uh but what's a kevin not klein. will smith yeah kevin klein have to fight a giant mechanical spider <laughs> but, but since it's in the 1800s it's a giant steampunk mechanical spider <sighs> amazing it's yep, so good, good. So good. Yeah. But that's all. That was all the questions from the fam. Um, okay. Well, before before we move on to the other segment yeah. involving the fam, do you have any questions for me or also a call out to the fam? Because Jay and I had a conversation. Say, Jay, you remember last year when we were doing our uh, walk around the world showcase for M34D? Oh, I certainly do. How could I and forget? I said, and, and, and I said, man, that sounds good. I need to have that when, whenever I go down to Epcot next time. You remember that? <laughs> I remember that happening a few times. Yeah. Uh huh. Well, guess who doesn't remember one dadgone <laughs> thing that that he said he needed to try next time he's down at, at, in the World Showcase, Jay. I think that's you, buddy. It is me, unfortunately. So if uh, you, the lovely listener, has something that I need to try while I'm in Epcot, I'm in Epcot for two kind of two days. Uh, what should I eat and why? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the list is going to be long and distinguished. Um, to quote Top Gun, uh, <laughs> and I would just say that. Basically, as we made our way around World Showcase, I think we pretty much listed like every food item from every country and you you added it to your list of must-dos. So I think if there's something around World Showcase you haven't tried and you want to, just assume we said something about it and that'll be something from the list. <laughs> yep, th- that, that feels like a pretty safe assumption. And uh, I loved your original response. Just just buy and drink everything. Yeah. Boom, problem solved. <laughs> <laughs> for science. Yep, for science. Yeah. So I don't know that I have. I mean, you and I, we've been talking so much offline about it, and, and I've been involved in your in your planning of the upcoming trip. Um, I guess one question I would have is, did you strategically pick Epcot as your first day for a reason? I'm trying to remember the thought process I went into with Epcot being my first day. I think part of it was because it wasn't going to be open by the time my uh, my. Mm 
flight into MCO landed. So I wouldn't have felt like I, I would have, you know, missed like three, four hours of park time or something like that. And I do think the, uh, the closing time also played into that, but it's like, like with, with park hopping uh, available now, I could have easily hopped over yeah. to Epcot after spending a couple of hours in magic kingdom or something like that. Um, and I'll, I'll be honest. I just like, like, I just want to see the Epcot ball. I want to see spaceship earth. With my own eyes for the yeah. for what feels like the first time in forever. That, sorry, I'm, I'm gonna start crying. Here. That new fountain, it's beautiful. Yeah, that'll be awesome. That'll be a nice way to finish your first day too, if, assuming you stay after dark and, and get to see everything lit up. Uh, I mean, I, I I guess especially since I think Epcot's like open till ten at this point now. I could, in theory, park hop somewhere else and then come back, or, or do I just get the could. one park hop? Okay, all right. no, you could you can park hop as much as you want after two o'clock. Okay. Hmm. So, hmm. so I might end up doing that because I only have one day at uh, at MK and Animal Kingdom while I'm down there. So so maybe huh. I'll go hit up one uh, one uh, one of those or both. Do it all. Do all four <laughs> on your first day. Yeah, do all four on my first day. Be like, all right. Well, I've, I've done Disney. I'm just gonna yeah. go sleep in my hotel room. Now. You can one up <laughs> Steffers. Go into all four parks in one day and do one attraction. That's what. Ooh I'm ooh. And if I can one up Steffers, I'm definitely doing that. <laughs> Boom! Sunday solved. There we go. I love it. <laughs> no, that's that's cool. And I, I wondered if it was just because you know that is such a, a wonderful experience and classic Disney experience walking into Epcot, getting that beautiful Spaceship Earth reveal, and and with you haven't gotten to see it see it since they finished that brand new entryway, and it is really really nice. So. It's still it was, a- I'm going to be honest. I've eaten like garbage over the last year, like like tons of bagel bites and ramen noodles and DoorDash deliveries, like eating some good food around the world showcase. Just like like yeah. that. Oh, she, uh, chef kissy face. Got to go check out the French expansion over there as well. in the, the France pavilion, go see that area near the Remy ride because it's very nice. Also, uh, I can experience, this is going to be a new first for me, uh, Donna Meagle's Regal Eagle property presents the Regal Eagle. So. <laughs> it's a joke for all the parks and rec fans like, out there. I like that, yeah. <laughs> so, my only recommendation, it's day one, Epcot's a big park, don't overwalk yourself. That's the big Now, thing. Jay, does that sound like something I would do? Me, Landon Doan, burn myself out on the very first day? Yes. Yes, it is, okay. Overexcitement. Good. Don't forget your sunscreen. Don't forget to hydrate and don't overwalk. That's what I'm telling you. Oh, well, sunscreen and aloe vera is already packed in the bag because even though I have sunscreen, uh, I'm I'm a white hillbilly from East Tennessee. I burst into flames whenever I step outside. So, yeah, same, bro. <laughs> so, uh, but that's that's really it. And yeah, so make sure you guys are sharing any of those recommendations or if there's something you just want to see through Landon's eyes while Dawes does Disney, make sure you are following him on the Instagram. Make sure you send him your thoughts, questions, suggestions on the fam group, Morning Monorail Fam on Facebook or on the Twitter. He's at Landaws. Don't forget. He needs all those things. Please go follow me. Yeah. Like, like, even though I've been plugging my Instagram or as the kids say, the Insta uh, a lot here recently. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be posting this across all of my socials. So just uh, follow me on at least one, and and you'll be able to see whatever trouble I'm getting into. Good trouble, of course, trouble. because as we always say, don't go to Disney jail. That's right. So is it time to move into everybody's favorite segment? Fast Pass Standby Snack Break. I guess it is. So let me uh, crack open. Let me crack open the Morning Monorail family group on Facebook. And if this is your very first go around with Fast Pass Standby Snack Break, let me uh, break it down for you. If you want to Fast Pass something, 
this is your top choice and something you definitely don't want to miss. If you want to stand by something, it's not your top choice, but it's still definitely something you'd be willing to wait in line for. And if you want to snack break something, well, uh, well, you might go grab a snack while your party does this, and uh, you'll even watch the purses and bags while your party does this. Uh, each week, we will have three items that you that are similar to each other, and we ask you, the lovely listener, and a member of the Morning Monroe family to rank them. And uh, based on our conversation last week, uh, talking about the Boobash coming back, which is the first after-hour party that Disney has done since they shut down due to the pandemic, uh, we are going to be ranking, or Fast Pass Standby Snack Breaking, uh-huh. Uh, some after-hour events. And we asked you to uh, list these in the following and why. Mickey's not-so-scary Halloween party, Mickey's very merry Christmas party, and then villains after hours. So, uh, Jay, do you want to kick us off? Yeah, and I will say, as this segment continues to grow in popularity, we're getting more and more responses in the Facebook group, which we love. But what mm-hmm. what we may need to do is maybe either go a little bit quicker through some of the fam responses, or we be a little selective about what we read. And, and not that, like, we would choose favorites, but just, like, you know, um, maybe, you know, if somebody's got some funny answers that we want to read, somebody's got some really good explanations, you know, something like that. Um, today I say maybe we just try to, to go through at a, at a nice crisp clip so that people don't feel left out. Um, but going forward, especially if we keep, keep getting more and more responses, we can't do an hour and a half show of just reading responses. Like I know it's fun to hear your name and hear your responses and things like that. And we'll try to get, get to everybody, but, uh, it, it just, I don't know if that's great for everyone listening all the time i get that i understand that or maybe if we do continue to get more answers and we do end up taking two hours it'll be part of the uh coming soon patreon uh, account on the uh morning monorail podcast that's true that's true it could be something that we have to clip for the monday show but the full thing because up. I do love the fact that this is growing in popularity. Yeah. Like, like once again, I put upwards of four minutes of thought into this whole concept, and I love the fact that it's blowing up. Landon, and I'm just going to give you a shout out again, because talking about growing in popularity, we are on an unprecedented download streak for this podcast. <laughs> it is it is almost absurd. And I wanted to share with you before we, before we jump into this, not to delay any further, but we now in the last four weeks have the number one downloaded episode of all time from the morning monorail, which was holy a, crap. Yeah, shut up. Really? Yes. Episode 152 has become the most downloaded episode of all time for this podcast. Wow. Episode. What did we even talk about? That one? <laughs> <laughs> That's where I gave my shining, uh, glorious Pinocchio village house review. Uh, oh well, okay. Well, well, clearly, clearly, that's 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 the reason. <laughs> Episode one fifty three <laughs> is hot on its heels. It's only thirteen downloads behind, and then four downloads behind that is episode one fifty one. Oh, by the way, last week's episode's already at five fifty. So <laughs> I don't know, man. You've got the magic. That's all I'm saying. Um, well, well, I'm glad, I'm glad we're on a hot run just before you put me back in the fun. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is exactly like you know you're watching a basketball game. A guy hits a three pointer. He gets fouled. He goes to the foul line, hits both his foul shots, and the coach immediately puts him on the bench. It's like what is happening? That guy's mm-hmm. hitting shot. I don't get it. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> so it well, does. If, uh, if you're a new rider on the monorail welcome aboard and uh, yeah. i don't know how you found us but we are so glad that you are here absolutely yeah all right now let's turn to the morning monorail family facebook group and it starts you said you wanted me to kick off right 
Yeah, go for it, baby. Okay, it starts with Steffers. Steffers! She puts a disclaimer. She's never been to any of these. <laughs> Which, by the way, I'm like, like this, this, this was a trend going through some of the answers. So uh, that will be definitely taken into yeah. account for future uh, Fast Pass standby snack yeah, breaks. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, that, and that's fine. You can still share opinions. We've all got them. So, I mean, hell, I, I I gave an answer last week. It's like I I ranked uh, the the Skyliner ab- above uh, Skyliner something that I haven't ri- ridden ever <laughs> over something that I have ridden. So, yeah. you know, there there are no rules. Well, it's, there are tons. There of are rules some in, rules. In <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of rules. We like rules around here. Rule enforcement mm-hmm. is fun. Okay, Steffers. Fast pass, very merry because she loves the holiday decorations the most. Standby Halloween party. She thinks it's cute and was gonna do it last year, but COVID. Snack break, villains after hours. Heard it was expensive, so probably wouldn't do this, but she's a sucker for after hours stuff. I'll say that's, it's fair. I mean, you get less, uh, there's a little less going on at the villains after hours, but I like the vibe of that. It was so cool. I wish they would do more with it because to me, it was like a little more turned up in terms of you go to the Halloween party. It's a not so scary party, so it's not spooky. The villains had a little bit more of that going on, and I would love, hmm. to, I'd love to see a little bit more of that in the future. So, fair enough, Steffers. Good, good reasoning there. Landing over to you for Lee. All right, next up we got Lee. He says, same as Steffers, not done any of these either, but they are on the radar. So we'll tank them in uh, the order of which ones I will do. By the way, I am reading these as read, so so maybe maybe spell check yourself or or don't. It could be fun on the podcast either way. He is going to fast pass. The parade looks awesome and loves the fall decor at Magic Kingdom plus lots of free candy is a great draw. I'm assuming it's that's very not merry. so scary. It's very uh-huh. merry. He, he said he said he was doing the same as Steffers, so Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, Good yeah. deal. Uh, stand by. Uh, he is a sucker for the villains. So, uh, so that is uh, the Halloween party, and then he is snack breaking uh, villains after hours. This could have been villains or Christmas, so it's a win-win either way. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's confusing because it does seem like he <laughs> he's talking about pl- tons of free candy and fall for fast pass. But Steffers, did she change her answer or something? Uh, as of right now, she is fast passing very merry. Oh, but- he's just saying he's just saying same as Steffers that he hasn't done any of them. Oh, oh, okay, all right. Well, okay, well, so well, yeah. I'm not confused at all, Jay. I don't, <laughs> Lee. We don't understand your answer. Okay, moving on to Bob. This is Cocktail Bob. Get it right. The 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 other Bob in the Morning Monorail family group. I was thinking maybe we should change it to Bartender Bob because Tinder. Ooh, because Ooh. I like the double B, and then Tinder Bob sounds fun. Like he's Tinder. <laughs> Tinder Bob. Okay, first of all, ladies do love alliteration for bartender Bob. And then two, uh, Tinder Bob, that sounds like uh, something you would see on like the Hallmark channel. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Okay, he says he's only been to Boo to You. Uh, That would be the not so scary. Uh, Might be the most catchy song in the park. So I will stand by. Uh, Fast Pass the Christmas Party as the next one. He did this out of order. What is up with people? And then Snack Break the Villains. Bob, listen. You're on your way to the penalty box, buddy. Oh, boy. Here we go. Judge Jay. You better watch yourself because you, clearly you. we've been doing this several weeks now. Fast Pass is the one you want to do the most. Stand by a second place. Snack break third. Get it right or pay the price. But anyway. Hey, that, that's a salute your shorts reference. Yeah, it? it is. 
He shared a bunch of pictures with villains. He's got the Queen of Hearts. He's got Maleficent and the Evil Queen. He and his wife both posing with these characters. And they're very good pictures. <laughs> they are great. I, I I love the pictures. Not so much his answers, but the pictures. Okay. <laughs> Let's see if Amanda does any better, Landon. Uh, hopefully for me, uh, she does. I haven't done any of these, but if I had to pick, she is going fast past uh, Mickey's. Very merry. Yeah, very merry. Thank you. Sorry. There was, there was a whole... Uh, gaggle of letters and that threw me uh, she loves Christmas and all the decorations she is standby in, uh, Mi- uh, Mickey's not so scary Halloween party she really does love the fall decorations and then snack break villains after hours with no reason <laughs> okay uh, moving on to Kendall Having never done any of these, you're right. This is a trend. Wow, wow. This is this is a really bad one. I apologize, everybody. Uh, she said, Fast Pass, a very Merry Christmas party. Mom took sister and I for our first trip when I was 16, and it was Christmas time. The Christmas decorations everywhere were amazing. A life goal is to give my kids that same awesome memory. Aw, that is sweet. <laughs> Stand by, not mm-hmm. so scary. I've never been a big Halloween fan. <clears throat> Kendall, watch it. <laughs> Uh, literally everything spooks me and gives me nightmares, including Dumbo. Dumbo and Pinocchio both have legitimate scary moments, by they the way. They do. Yeah, yeah. That That's some dark stuff. And she says a hard no on villains. I don't think she even wants to snack break it. Just no. <laughs> 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 so uh, there you go. Kevin is up next. All right. Next up, uh, I am someone that has never been to Disney World for a special. Oh, my God. I I have failed you as a podcast host, ladies and gentlemen. But if he had to pick, and you do, uh, Fast Pass, very Merry Christmas, because I am a New Englander. So the idea of being in a place where I don't need to deal with snow sounds 100 percent. Standby, not so scary for a similar reason regarding the weather. But it's uh, definitely seems like something my niece, one is four, one is uh, one. Mm-hmm. Would love. And then he is snack breaking. Going with villains after hour because I'm assuming it's similar to not so scary, but scarier. Mm-hmm. But I'd be interested in learning all about it. Jay, uh, you and the family actually did experience villains after hour and you covered that on a previous podcast. But uh, did. Do you want to give like a, a brief synopsis, possibly. Actually, I'm not going to go into it in depth right now. What I'm going to do is pull up That's my I said brief dummy. I'm going to pull up the episode list and I will tell you what episode um, you can go back to and hear our review of the Villains After Hours party on because I think it would just be worth it for you to check that out. We give, you know, all the details of it. So I'm going to look that up as we continue to go and I'll, I'll share that later. Good deal. Okay. We got Adam from the Mouse and More podcast coming up next. He did not fully answer the question. Um, so, Adam, you're in the penalty box. Next is Gabby. <laughs> I love it. Judge Jay is back with his gavel of justice. You can take All it right, away. Uh, Gabby, I uh, haven't done any of them either, but based on my love for Christmas, I would have to go fast past uh, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Stand by Villains After Hours. My cousin went to one uh, and had so much fun because it wasn't crowded at all. And then Snack Break, uh, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. Awesome. All right. Now we've got Marissa. This is Think Mickey Blog on Twitter if you want to follow her. She's been, she has been hot on Twitter lately, by the way. Blowing mm-hmm. up. Blowing up like a hand grenade in a water balloon. Yeah, that's right. So go check her out on the Twitter. She said it's very hard deciding between the holiday parties. Fast Pass, not so scary. I love Boo to You and the Halloween ride overlays, especially Space Mountain. Plus seeing all the costumes people come up with is a lot of fun. She's going to stand by very Merry Christmas party. She loves the Christmas decorations in MK and the Snope on Main Street is magical. <laughs> uh, 
I know exactly what she means. Bravo, Marissa. The only reason this loses a top spot to Not So Scary is because she doesn't like the special shows and parades as much. And then Snack Break Villains After Hours, this kind of by default since the only one she hasn't done. So there you go. Very good. Love it. Great answer, Marissa. We're moving on to uh, Lexi. And oh boy, I'm so glad I get this one because I get to sing. All right. Uh, (laughs) She is fast passing. Not so scary. It's amazing. Hocus Pocus. Jack Skellington. Villains galore. Cadavers Dan. Not to mention. Who do you are? Boo 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 boo. Like seriously, I am right there with everybody that says this might be the best song in all of the parks. Like like it could be February, and I'm firing up the Booty You soundtrack. Like that's how awesome that thing is. She goes on to say after I sing it, and sing it only if you dare. And by the way, Lexi. Dare taken. Uh, one of the most delightful earworms ever. Stand by uh, Mickey's very Merry Christmas. Uh, who can fault a season of giving and love towards your fellow man while you are in the most magical place on earth? I dig it. And then she is snack breaking villains after hours only because you're forcing me to choose love all of our <laughs> after hour events. But in comparison to Mickey's not so scary, this one is the lesser. Then we have some follow-up. Shannon, uh, I hope to see the Cadaver Dans when I go this year. Uh, not been able to catch them yet. And uh, Lexi follows up. They're so much fun. So, yeah. yeah. And then Lexi, once again, throws some pictures of uh, looks like her and uh, her party hanging out with the Headless Horseman. By the way, if if y'all have pictures to accompany your answers, you will definitely oh, be yeah. read on the podcast yes. because I want to see your cool pictures. Yes, yeah, show the pictures for sure. All right, Lucas says, I'm with her, uh, and then puts in parentheses Stephanie. That's Steffers, Lucas. Who? Uh, Never have attended any of these. This is my wish list of sorts. Fast Pass Christmas, because it's by far my favorite holiday. Standby Villains, because it'd be fun to see the rare characters. Absolutely. And Snack Break Halloween. It'd be fun to see people's costumes, but I probably would not go go through the effort of dressing up. You don't have to. We don't. We didn't Mm -mm. when we went. But Shannon did, and she shared some pictures. Uh, my goodness, Shannon, I've seen these in the past. I think you might have sent this to it, send some of these to us before. But you guys They're look awesome. great. Yeah, wow. as we've got Barbie and Ken uh, at the <laughs> not so scary party, and then we got uh, Tweedledee and Tweedledum. And oh wow, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. All, all like, like yeah, not just Snow White, not just the dwarfs, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Shannon, those pictures are awesome. Very good. Yeah. All right, and you get to read Shannon's response. All right, and uh, uh, the Shannon is going. She is fast-passing Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween. It's my favorite thing to do. I can't wait to hear the Boo for You parade music. I get that. Uh, and she says she will be going to the Boo Bash. So, uh, Shannon, if you're there when I'm there, holla at your boy. Uh, standby will be the Villains After Hour Party. I have not been to this, but I imagine that I would love it. And then Snack Break will be uh, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party because I have to Snack Break something. And uh, I enjoy this party, but not as much as uh, Not So Scary. Uh, by the way, she says she loves this new segment, and it's so much fun hearing what everyone thinks about their choices. Thank you so much for the kind word, Shannon. And uh, going off of what Jay said, uh, we um, might not be able to get to everybody's answers, but it might help your, uh, I guess, chances of being responded to if you give some thought and some reason yeah. as to why you're picking uh, and ranking these attractions <laughs> or snacks or uh bathrooms or whatever I, I make you choose in the future. Just FYE for your entertainment. Also, it helps if you follow the rules. It, that that really does help, yes. It also helps if you answer the question thoroughly and don't just give one response. Um, <laughs> looking at you, Adam. Hashtag waiting for Adam's full response. Now we're going to go over to Val. We already mentioned her once on this episode, and Val is amazing. She loves Disney so much. She and 
her husband, Lewis, over on the Twitter. Our great follows. Make sure you follow Val Pal Mickey and Disney Pick a Day. Val says, love after hours events. I would fast pass Mickey's Not So Scary. We love it and go every year. I guess I would stand by Villains After Hours. We've been dying to go, but haven't been yet, so can't rate it. And Snack Break, Very Merry Christmas. It's not her favorite. I just don't think it has as many unique options as other parties, but I'd be super sad to not sad not to go with everyone else. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. So there you go. And uh, I think now I pass it to you for our good friend, Nick Salcedo. Yep, former uh, travel agent of the stars, Nick Salcedo. He has only attended one of these, but I've heard a few podcasts and seen a few videos, so he feels comfortable weighing in. I mean, I appreciate you uh, saying you're comfortable waiting in, Nick, but clearly that hasn't stopped everybody else. Uh, Fast, fast. Mickey's not-so-scary Halloween party. Only one he has been to, and it was awesome. Definitely, I uh, would uh, do it again. Uh, Love the unique fireworks, parades, and such. Uh, Stand by both uh, Christmas party and villains after hours oh my God. Uh, because they both sound really cool to try at least once. And then uh, since he follows up, so I don't end up in the penalty box. He would put villains after hours at snack break, less appealing because it's not holiday. Thing. Okay. Good you job. totally redeemed yourself. There, he, Nick. he pulled Good it out save. at the end. <laughs> Good save. Guess what? I get our buddy, Michael. I'm back to getting mm. Michael Matande. Oh. Everything's as it should be. <laughs> Again, Hakuna Matande on Twitter, may, or fate, no, not, none of those things on Instagram. Make sure you're following him. Um, having only been to the Christmas party and none of the others, my take will be a little biased. That's okay. But it may surprise us. Uh, Fast Pass, not so scary. You get to see special characters. There's actual shows. And hey, free candy. Hey, free candy. Um, <laughs> standby, very merry. Awesome music, festive decorations, free cookies and hot chocolate. And eggnog, by the way. And then Snack Break Villains After Dark. Although it would be nice to see special characters, why would I pay extra to get roasted when I get that for free from my family? Fair enough, Michael. Fair enough. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, the next one is Skipper Bob. And guess what? You're in the penalty box. So you get to No, read- no, no, no. He's not in the penalty box. He's buried underneath the penalty box. Uh, by the way, I am glad that Michael mentioned uh, eggnog because I feel like uh, Chicken Nugget would murder both you and I if we didn't give a shout out to the uh, eggnog. So. Oh, well, he didn't, but I did. Well, well somebody mentioned it, okay? <laughs> Jeez, I'm, I'm just trying to save us from the wrath of your son, I know, Jay. I know. I threw it in, but Michael, I, we'll, we'll say Michael said it, because we're, we're pals. So Good deal. All right, well, and I guess uh, our final response is uh, Rob, a.k.a. Theme Park Rob. Uh, let's see. Uh, Fast Pass, uh, Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. You have costumes. Hocus Pocus, Villain Spelltacular, Candy, Hades Nachos, the characters in their Halloween costume, spooky music, and an amazing fireworks show. Do not disagree with any of that. He stand by Villains After Hour. The only time we attended one of the first parties they had, uh, there was a very light crowd, so it was uh, certainly like a private event. Seen Maleficent spewing fire at night in front of the castle, just beautiful. Mm-hmm. And the DJ in front of the castle, the music kicking, he would pay top dollar for one of these again. And he's snack breaking uh, Mickey's very Merry Christmas party Not because I don't enjoy it It just gets the last position Because I don't want to be the rogue trend <laughs> setter. Uh, the decorations make the park Just so festive And the parade and characters options Just aren't the same as Mickey's uh, Not so scary And villains is one of those rare events Rare events, excuse me uh, Great answer there, Theme Park Rob Yeah, f- fantastic And yes, the DJ at Villains After Hours Totally an underrated aspect 
set up in a booth in front of the castle with awesome like purple and green lighting and just spinning some hits. People are breaking it down in front of the castle. It's a lot of fun. That was very. That's cool. awesome. I had no idea that that was. The, it's like like we'll 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 go ahead and, and give a teaser to our answers. I like like I haven't been to Villains After Hours, but like that sounds incredible. It was very cool. Yeah, uh, underrated aspect of the party. And uh, we did get an answer from Jeff, by the way, our friend from up north. Is he in the penalty box? Is that why we were, you were going to skip him? or uh, What? Or no, you just no. didn't see it? I, I just didn't see it. Sorry. That's okay. Uh, I, just I wanted, apologize, Jeff. I didn't know if you had decided to throw someone in the penalty box. I was going to allow it. Um, and Jeff yeah, yeah. Jeff usually <laughs> well, well, deserves it. Of course it. you would allow it. Uh, Judge Jay over there. I'm not drunk with power. So, <laughs> so, I, so I apologize to Jeff. But no, he usually deserves to be in the penalty box. But we'll, we'll <laughs> for now, he's out. We'll see how long it lasts. Um Fast pass, Mickey's not so scary. I've never done it. I'm intrigued. It's a parade I would actually queue for. It just looks like such a different atmosphere. Uh, standby, very Merry Christmas party. Uh, Christmas in the parks, I so special. I, <laughs> I really flubbed the Christmas party on our last trip. Probably shouldn't have caught the 6.57 a.m. bus to Magic Kingdom on Christmas party day. Ooh. Love the party, but we've done it twice, so it takes second place. And then snack break villains after hours. I'd go for the lower crowds and parks at night, but I'm just not one of the types that gushes over the villains. I'd be there just for the rides. Um, and then half flip-flop Frank, if Frank ever gets his way, and they only display castle dream lights on party nights, so it's special. Um, Frank will never get his way. Frank is a ruiner of fun and magic, and we don't want Frank to get his way, so... Uh, I don't even know what that means, so so I'm going to agree with you. Yeah. He's saying he would put Very Merry up top if they only lit up the dream lights on the castle during the party, I think is what he's saying. And, oh. Jeff, watch yourself. That's all I'm going to say. Because <laughs> um, that is dangerously close to a penalty box right there. Dangerously close. Uh, but, no, we're all good. And, Skipper Bob, come on, man. Come on. Don't be one of those guys trying to route, rebel rouse and get the crowd going. You're in the penalty box. One week. We'll see you next week. Try to get out of it. But that's fun. I love throwing people in the penalty box. If he just wants to stay there, that's fine. Oh, I I, I know you're a big fan of throwing people in the penalty box. Yeah. We got a couple. But, but, but yeah, yeah, Bob, knock it off. <laughs> we, got a, we got a couple in there this week. Bob, Bob and Adam enjoy each other's company. That was awesome. Another amazing round of Fast Pass Standby Snack Break. Landon, I hope you send me the sounder so I can put it in there because I don't have it. Oh, oh absolutely. I'm going to be sending you uh, sending you comedy horn uh, dot wave so you can insert it in there. Which, by the way, a little peek behind the curtain. Uh, Jay has decided to edit this week because, you know, one of us is going to the park on Sunday. Woo! It's me. Crazy. I'm the one going to the park this Sunday. It's me. It's me. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. It's Landon, and uh, and he gets an he gets a pass this weekend. So he's still. This is still the Poochie era, but you know, sometimes they say editors are the ones who really tell the story. So we'll see. We'll see how it turns out. Well, as somebody who chops up audio for a living, I would one thousand percent agree with that sentiment. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I apologize in advance if I sound weird because Jay totally wants to sandbag me. But uh, speaking of Jay, why don't you give your rankings and then I will uh, close us out here? Oh yeah, um, okay. I forgot that. Yeah, we-, we need to do that. That's generally how we close this. I set. forgot we do it. Um- <laughs> So we are a, a Halloween family here, and so I think for that reason, I would have to put Not So Scary as number one. Um, a, a lot of the same reasons other people said. Boo to you, 
is a fantastic song. That parade is very good. I love the cadaver dance. Um, I do like it when they start adding some little pluses here and there to the to the rides. They don't do quite as much here as they do like at Disneyland during the seasons. Um, but I wish they did more. I do love all the candy. Um, doing the mm-hmm. trick or treating around the parks is really fun. I like seeing everybody dressed up in costume. Um, and the oh my gosh, last year they really stepped up, or the lat not last year, but year before last, they really stepped up the fireworks at the not so scary party. Um, and the castle show, the Hocus Pocus show, all so good. With all those things, it's hard for me to say anything but uh, Fast Pass for uh, Not So Scary. For standby, I'm going to go villains because, because, again, I like the vibe of villains. I would love it if they would grow that experience a little bit more and give us an actual, like, spooky Disney experience. Um, I like that you can walk through like Adventureland at night and they're they're not just playing like your traditional Adventureland music. They're playing like spooky music as you walk around the parks, like evil sounding tunes. Um, all that stuff is really fun. And so they, they do have specialty food, specialty drinks. And yeah, they don't have as much going on, but it's still a, uh, they do get special characters out there. And by the way, if you want to hear our review of the Villains After Hours Party, I did look up. It is episode numero 60. Episode 60, Villains After Hours. We also talked about the Astro Orbiter on M340. And wow. <laughs> and, and we gave a Garden Grill review. So uh, go check out episode 60. That's where we really get into it. Um, hey, two out of three ain't bad on that. Yeah. So um, I'm sure that Astro Orbiter review really put butts in seats. <laughs> I'm sure it put it over the top for sure. Uh, but <laughs> um. Yeah, and then standby, I will um, go ahead and say that I would do the uh, Very Merry. And Very Merry's great. It's just like everybody said. It's just because you have to pick one for standby. You know, I do love the hot chocolate. I love the cookies. I love the eggnog. I like the the, the parade for Very Merry. I really like. I love the castle dream lights, all the decorations, the snope on Main Street. It's all magical. However, I will say it is odd being at a Christmas party and it being like, 85 degrees outside. Um, Welcome to Florida. Yeah, it is. It's something that just changes the feel just a little bit, but, um, you know, it's fine. And I would say I'm, I'm going to do it in the future. We're going to do it in the future. We love it. But it's just out of the three, I, I would put it in third place. What about you, sir? Uh, I am going uh, Fast Pass, uh, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. Uh, there are very few decorations that I leave up year round. And generally, those are Halloween-related, one of them being uh, my jar of the captain from the Haunted Mansion, another one being uh, the Mickey pumpkin balloon uh, popcorn holder that I got at Mickey's Not-So-Very-Scary Halloween Party. I just love the atmosphere. Uh, I already talked about and sang about Boo to You. That is one of the best songs to come out of Disney in hell a long time i love the parade i love seeing the characters in their costumes uh, the stage show is awesome with hocus pocus uh in recent years they had the uh, jack skellington kind of like puppet marionette thing which looks totally awesome and the castle overlays too are just so cool during the not so scary party with you know skeletons dancing around you get to see mickey goofy and donald make their way through the castle and being chased by you know spooks and stuff like that like i and and, and by the way there's candy too so what What's not to like about the um, not so scary Halloween party? Uh, standby, I'm going to go with uh, the very merry Christmas party because just like yeah, it's 85 degrees at Christmas time, but again, that's Florida. There's not much you can do about that. At least 
for a few more years before uh, gl- uh, climate change takes over. But uh, like like walking down Main Street, USA with the snow, I, like like just just puts a smile on my face. I love seeing the decorations. Um, uh, there's a great picture of me and you at Santa Goofy mm-hmm. outside of uh, Barnstormer that uh, that every time it comes up on my Alexa like background. Oh God, she's going to talk. Um, <laughs> it, it like just puts a smile on my face, um, and I. I it just being of the Christmas mindset, being around Christmas time, like there's just something that just feels happy, makes you smile. Like like it's it's the one time a year where everybody seems to be nice to each other, as opposed to the whole year round where everybody should be nice to each right. other. But like there's there's just something awesome about Christmas. I love seeing all the Christmas decorations up and uh, like little inside spaceball. Like my mom is a, is a giant Christmas honk, and I want to take her down to experience this in the future. So that definitely weighs into my uh, ranking. And then I'm going to a uh, snack break villains after hour. Full disclosure: I have not been to this. This is something I want to go to. Um, but it kind of just feel, it, it it kind of feels like yeah, it, it's it's kind of like not so scary, but it's not like I I. I know there are some unique characters that you can see, and it's like, like as a fan of getting the pictures with the characters, totally speaks to me. But it, like, it just kind of feels like, eh, like, like we already have uh, not so scary. We now have Boo, uh, Boo Bash. Like, I do want to do villains after hours, but just of the three, this is the lesser for me. Yeah. By the way, no I- shade being thrown, and also, I'll be honest, like. I'm kind of surprised that you went standby with the villains after hour, because just coming off of your review, I remember you and the family's review of it because I was super geeked about this. And then I heard your review and y'all were kind of like, that was, it was okay. So, so that, that kind of dampened mm-hmm. to some of my yeah. expectations. I, I, I could be remembering this completely wrong though. Well, you might be remembering it correctly. I, I think that one thing is we just wish that the parties weren't oversold as much as they are. Um, cause yes, you do get light crowds, but it's not as light as you would hope for. I think sometimes, and I did misspeak episode 60. We talked about villains after hours. 64 is our review. So, um, and that was on July 8th, 2019. And I, and I remembered it's, it struck, uh, in my mind that we were there for Garrett's birthday celebration when we did it. So, and his birthday is July 1st. So yeah, villains after hours, if you want the full review, it's episode 64. If you want to hear about what it is, it's episode 60. So, But if you want the full package, listen to episode 60 and then episode 64. And yeah. download 61, 62, and 63 just to complete the bridge. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a combo platter of deliciousness. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I, I remember, I think the, we felt that way about like just the after hours parties kind of in general where you know you get the you get the additional um free mickey mouse premium bars you get the free popcorn you get free soda um the crowds are a little lighter not everything's open but i don't know there i i just there are things that i guess now as i've given it some time and space that i appreciated about it quite a bit and i think i'm probably the reason i ranked it the way i did is i'm like i said I would love for them to embrace that and go with that gimmick even further to make it a little more of a uh, embrace the evil. Mm-hmm. At, at the Wait, which party. I mean, that that totally totally sounds awesome too. Yeah, so maybe that's why. As it is, I don't know. It, you could probably flip flop them on a, on any given day between the standby and snack break. So, and by the way, while we're talking about, it, shout out to the Jingle Cruise. The Jingle Cruise. Yeah. That is a good one. That's a good overlay for sure. <laughs> That's a great overlay. And, and, and I, I, 
I generally or I very rarely am ever jealous of Disneyland and stuff like that, but they really do lean into the uh, ride overlays mm-hmm. more so than Disney or Walt Disney World does. Yes. And the reason for that, as I've learned, is that Disneyland, because its guest uh, population is more locals, they do that because it gives you a reason to come to the park year round. At Disney World, they don't have to do that. And sometimes it's actually kind of bad for them to do ride overlays because it might be someone visiting the park for their only visit in like That's fi- true. in like yeah. five years or ever. And, mm-hmm. and they're riding like an altered ride, which might be weird for them. So I don't which, know. Which I, I, see, I see both sides of the argument, but as somebody who's fortunate enough to get down there before the world caught on fire several times a year, I yeah. uh, like, like I, I would love to see the haunted, or, uh, the haunted mansion have the nightmare before Christmas overlay, or if they really want to lean into uh, some corporate synergy this year, go, go for a Muppets overlay on the haunted mansion. That would be amazing. That'll never happen. It but won't. It, would totally be amazing. it won't happen. But that would, yeah. I feel like that's that is just like, it's it's too good to ever come true because it's like a perfect marriage of intellectual properties and mm-hmm. yeah. Oh well, we can we'll at least get the special on Disney Plus and that'll be fun. Yep. So so we got something. Yeah, I think we just got a late breaking uh, comment. Oh, did we? Oh yeah, Sarah um, over on the Munner, uh, the the Monorail morning the Monorail Mon- morning Monorail family on Facebook. Sarah just jumped in and said, "What is Landon most excited about for his trip?" So this is a good way to kind of wrap all this up. What are you most excited to do? You're leaving tomorrow. And this is your last official business before you pack and really start preparing yourself. What are you absolutely most excited about for your trip to Walt Disney World, Landon Dome? Just to get back. Yeah. Just to walk down Main Street, USA, just to see the Epcot ball, just to see the tree of life, just to be back in Batu, and uh, just to get back. And to see y'all, like, like I'm, I'm pulling down the curtains here, I'm getting emotional. I've lost friends due to COVID, and, 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 and this has been one of the scariest times of my life, probably one of the scariest times of y'all's life, and and just to just to hug y'all, yeah. like, like if it would be completely honest, just to get back. Yeah. Well, I think that's where we leave it, because that is pretty darn profound, and uh, you're going to get me choked up over here. <laughs> oh, jeez, yeah, sorry. I, I know that's generally your gimmick. <laughs> um. I- Hey, while wow, we're yeah that 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 hit me like I didn't think it was gonna. I apologize. No, it's good. It's this is the good stuff. While we're wrapping up today's show, um, one of the things that we frequently do, of course, we wrap up with plugs, and we always ask you guys to give us reviews on the iTunes. I just wanted to shout out because we got some new reviews over the last couple of weeks, and I wanted to thank those people for giving us reviews. Um, Luca Skywalker nineteen eighty gave us a five star review. Great That's way right. to start a week. Um, the comment was, love hearing the banter of the Monorail family. So happy this podcast didn't die. Every Monday morning, this gets me through my commute. Landon and Justin are great, but I love it when Samantha is on and brings her sass. <laughs> we do, too, if we're being completely honest. Yeah. Keep up the entertaining work. Uh, thank you, Luca Skywalker 1980. Thank you, Luca. And then we've got one from Ali Barra. Keeping the Disney magic alive. She gave us five stars, or he gave us five stars as well. 
If you have ever been disappointed when your Disney trip ends and are sad to go back to your boring life filled with stress, bills, and calories, <laughs> <laughs> do not despair. The Monorail family's here to keep that Disney magic alive so you feel you're experiencing Disney right along with them. I've tried many Disney podcasts, and they usually fall into one of two categories. The Disney know-it-all who tells you what you do at Disney tells you what to do at Disney while pushing their travel agency or the Disney aficionado who wants to relive all their personal experiences with inside jokes that if you were not there for their very first podcast, good luck following along. This podcast is neither. This is a real family and their family dynamics coming through in their discussions is refreshing. The production is fantastic and the host Justin and his cousin Landon must have a background in radio because they have a professional delivery that keeps the show moving. Trust me, try this one out. You will be hooked. Thanks, Allie. Strong Bear. review. Strong review. Yes, thank you so much. Yeah. Um, and you could be on to something with that radio background with one of us, at least. Hmm. Do you think I might have a future in that? <laughs> you should give it a try. <laughs> um, and finally, a one-star review from someone named T-Bones10747. They like to make fun of people. If you don't agree with their opinions, they make fun of you. Well... Hold on a second while I make fun of this person. Um, <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, I don't necessarily know that we've done a ton of that. Uh, we, we make fun of our friends here. I mean, I, mm -hmm. do, you, do you think that we get a comment like that? Because maybe someone popped into the podcast. They don't listen to a bunch of episodes and they hear us make fun of Steffers because she loves Universal or something. I mean, that's that's possible. But at the same time, it's like that's 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 one of our friends like like I'm I'm going to be the the efficient quote un, or the official quote unquote at their wedding. And and it's like like we rip on Skipper Bob, who's also our friend. We rip yeah. on uh, like 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 if, if you're part of the monorail family, we consider you well family. And guess what family does to each other? They bust <laughs> each other's balls. <laughs> That's what we do. And, and like, I'm, I'm sorry, a uh, random word with a, with a handful of letters after it on your burner account. You don't like what we do, but you know what? Honestly, I'm, I'm fine with you not listening. So, <laughs> so, um, uh, uh, forget to unsubscribe. So we still get your download and, uh, go pound a sand. I just want to say, I don't know. And I could be absolutely wrong, but I do not. I can't think of a time where we have legitimately made fun of someone because they had a different opinion than us. I just, I don't think that we do that on this show. If you feel like we have, I really do apologize because we want to be welcoming of all people, all opinions, all different types of folks. And, um, I, I think if we disagreed with you legitimately, we would not make fun of you, but we would make sure you knew we disagreed. That's, mm -hmm. that's pretty much it. Like, and, and the thing about it is I've said a million times on this show, the thing that I might think is my least favorite thing, like, I don't know, primeval world, that is probably someone's favorite thing. And I realized as a matter that. of fact, using that example, the day it got shut down, I was producing a show for my boss and he, and he said, yeah, I just saw that primeval world got shut down. And I said, and nothing of value was lost. He kicked off his show talking about that, how saying that was his daughter's favorite yeah. attraction so just because we don't like something doesn't mean we're outright dismissing it like yeah. like just because something is our least favorite that could very easily be your favorite and that's totally fine yeah and a lot of times we we play up things for comedy that's what we do around here so mm -hmm. anyways uh if someone ever got their feelings hurt i do apologize for that but at the same time we we got to be us and we will continue to be us and um if we're not your thing i get it but that's fine so mm -hmm. 
Except for buttworms nine seven four two K three whatever. Like like go away. But listen, if if we are your thing and you want to vibe with us all week long, you can do that on the social medias. We are at Morning Monorail on Twitter. We're not Monday. The email, (laughs) the email is Monday Morning Monorail at gmail.com. The Facebook is Morning Monorail Family. Join us over there. That's where we play the Fast Pass standby snack break game. And we interact with you all week long. And uh, coming soon, watch out for that Patreon. You know, um, I, I want to say thank you all who've reached out because we've actually gotten a lot of support uh, following the big announcements last week. I think a lot of people are excited about what's coming for the morning monorail. And I will make this promise. I'm not going to shove that Patreon down your throat. Will I remind you it exists? Absolutely. Will I shove it down your throat and ask for you to sign up just continuously all the time? I'm not going to do that because I know that like, you know, there are people who aren't going to that aren't interested and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. And, and you're, you're still welcome and, and a valued member of the family, but I, I do need to remind people it exists. So uh, when it shows up, it's patreon.com slash morning monorail. Um, so be looking for that. Cause we'll be kicking it off in about two weeks. Um, aside from yeah, that, daddy needs to be paid. Wait, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but aside from that, Oh, please, please, please subscribe to our YouTube morning monorail on YouTube because what I hope is that we get to a thousand subscriptions, which is only like 850 away for us. Um, <laughs> but the reason that number is important is because you've got to get to a thousand so you can go live mobile. Um, and I would like to be able to do that. That's something I want to be able to do from the parks. Um, I don't want to just do it like on TikTok, and I can't do that either because I don't have a thousand subscribers anyway. Um, but but just I would buy Russian bots. That seems to work for a lot of people over <laughs> here. Well. If, if you're not already subscribed to the YouTube, there's a lot of good content over there. The episodes get posted there. The post show gets posted there. Our Monday night cocktail hour will be over there live as well. And we've got park videos and different things. So please go check it out. Morning Monorail on YouTube. If, the, if there's one thing that you can do for us this week, please go subscribe to the YouTube. Landon, over to you, sir. No, uh, L-A-N-D-O-Z, please go follow me, Landon Doan. I'm the best, Landon Doan, not the rest. That's where you can follow me, 280 characters at a time on Twitter. I also run a website, ButtMuchChips.com, ButtMuchChips. Sit on your butt and munch. Okay, that made me uncomfortable, but I appreciate the uh, the effort. That's where you can find really outdated podcasts, uh, stuff I did in college radio, including interviews with uh, the cast of Aqua Teen Hunger Force, uh, Venture Brothers, Futurama. And the reason I bring this up, and not because it's just muscle memory, uh, they announced that there is going to be three Adult Swim movies coming soon. Venture Brothers, Metalocalypse, and Aqua Teen Hunger Force. So we are getting more content from some of the most brilliant minds uh, that kind of helped make whatever this is me. So I'm looking forward to that. But uh, in lieu of that, as a matter of fact, I invite you to go to the iTunes store and search for Near Fall Radio A Podcast on the Sweet Science of Professional Wrestling, where myself and Will Reb wax poetically about the uh, latest happenings in the world of professional wrestling both in the ring and out of the ring i'll be honest it's like it's it's been a hot minute since we've done it who knows if it's going to come back but you know while it's still there download and listen absolutely 
and I appear on the Phil Show, um, uh, News Talk 98.7 WLKI radio station locally here in Knoxville, Tennessee, streaming 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time at News Talk 987.com. Also available in the iHeartRadio app and the News Talk 987 app as well. And once again, uh, just as a reminder, I will not be on the Phil Show this week because I am in the most magical place on earth, Walt freaking Disney World. And follow me on Instagram at Does Does Disney. That's all one word, all one sexy word to see what I'm getting into. And uh, follow me on the uh, socials uh, on Twitter and I'll be posting in the Morning Monorail family Facebook group as well because uh, I don't know if y'all can tell I'm a little keyed up to go back. Woo! Yeah. Take them to the top of Space Mountain. <laughs> well, well, I'll let other people ride Space Mountain because if I have to ride Space Mountain uh, you might see a live stream of Landon lying on a bench for 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Featuring random uh, cast members saying, sir, are you okay? But it is the longest Oldest ride with the longest line, right? Is that what he used yep. to say? Mm-hmm. That was quoted to me once on this podcast, and I was like, but it's not the oldest ride. <laughs> Just shut up. It's part of the gimmick, ding dong. I know. I didn't get it. Mm-mm-mm. But I hope you all get it. And we are now going to be taking it over to the post show. If you are on the Morning Monorail family on Facebook or you f- do subscribe to us on YouTube, Morning Monorail on YouTube, you will get a notification in just a few minutes that the Morning Monorail fam is live. And we'll do a little chat with the family for a few minutes and, and just kind of wind down, bask in the afterglow of this show. And Landon, I think this was another good one. Can't wait for it to go to the moon. To the moon! <laughs> Unlike Dogecoin after uh, Elon Musk yeah. totally tanked it on Saturday Night Live. Exactly. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. Wow. Wow. What a, what a, what a time to be alive, ladies well, and gentlemen. <laughs> Unlike Elon Musk, we'll be back here next week to host this show. And Landon, you will be recapping your trip from Walt Disney World. I almost hate to say that because it's like it's over. It's not over. It's just beginning. And, mm-hmm. uh, but it'll be fun to talk to you. Um, I just really hope I'm not sunburned to a crisp. Me too. I hope that you're still (laughs) in good health and good spirits. I'm sure that you will be. But uh, have a great trip, buddy. Looking forward to seeing you. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Them boys is getting back together. Yeah, we're doing the thing. So uh, make sure to follow us on the socials. And until then, we will talk to you all next week. Have a magical week and thank a cast member. Thank a cast member. And thank you, Lorne. Thank you, Lorne. (laughs) Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for riding with us today. You can find us on the socials at Morning Monorail. The website is morningmonorail.com and the email is mondaymorningmonorail at gmail.com. You can also call our voicemail 407-917-2144. Thank you so much for being part of the Monorail family. We'll see you next time.